This is Written by Robots, short stories generated by AI. Each episode will start with a prompt, plug it into some text generation programs, and see what comes out. If you want to suggest a prompt for a future episode, you can do so with the hashtag RobotsPrompt. Our first prompt is simply the phrase, once upon a time. Remember, the stories you're about to hear were not written or even edited by human beings. They were generated entirely by artificial intelligence. Once upon a time, there lived a young girl with a beautiful voice who was given a piano by her parents because she was talented. Her parents said, Piano lessons, you mustn't waste this talent. It was a beautiful voice, a very pleasant and clear voice. And she had a beautiful face with eyes like deep, deep blue. She thought her parents had made a mistake giving her a piano because she didn't have any special talent, and she knew she was not able to play it well. But the piano had her in its grip, and it didn't let go. And she played some songs. She got good grades in music school. Her parents believed in her talent, she was always happy. She loved to learn music, to sing, to play on the piano, and so it was a perfect match. But the piano wasn't satisfied. It demanded more, more, more. It demanded that she play more and more. She played, and her music teacher said, yes, that's a lovely voice. It's sweet and pleasing, but it needs a lot of work. No, 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 I need to practice on my own. Practice, practice, practice. I must learn. I must. And she was not content. The piano was never satisfied. It demanded more and more, more and more and more. It was insatiable, and it had her in its grip. The more she played, the better she got. And after a year, the piano said, Come on, come on. I haven't got much time. You have to play something I can use. Once upon a time, there was a woman who had been married for many years. She was an old woman and had grown very lonely. She wanted to have children, but her husband would not give her any. One day, she decided to go to her husband and say, I want to have a child. Her husband said, You cannot have a child. I will not give you one. The woman became very sad make herself feel better, she decided to go shopping. As she was walking along the street, she looked at the beautiful things in the store windows. Suddenly, she saw something that made her stop and look again. It was a golden ring with a big diamond on it. How beautiful, she thought. I must have this ring. She looked at it for a long time and then went into the store and bought it. When she got home, she put it on her finger and looked at it again and again. Suddenly, there was a flash of light. A fairy appeared before her. 
The fairy said, if you take this ring off your finger before midnight tonight, you will become very rich. If you do not take it off your finger before midnight tonight, you will become as poor as can be. The woman took the ring off right away because she did not want to be poor anymore. Just before midnight that night, there was another flash of light. Another fairy appeared before the woman. The fairy said, You were so greedy for this ring that I'm giving you what you wished for, riches beyond your wildest dreams. However, you are also going to get what you wished for, loneliness beyond your wildest dreams. And with that, the fairy disappeared into thin air. The woman was very rich after that, but she was terribly lonely. She became so lonely that she couldn't stand it anymore. One day, she decided to go to a poor country and adopt a child. She found the most beautiful little girl and brought her back home with her. The little girl's name was Cinderella. Cinderella grew up in the woman's house, but she never had any pretty clothes or anything else that the other girls had. One day, Cinderella asked her mother if she could invite some friends over for tea. Her mother said, of course you can, just invite them. So, Cinderella invited all the girls in her class over for tea. When they came into the house, they were all very surprised because they had never seen such a huge house before. They were also surprised because they did not see anyone around to serve them, not even a maid or a butler. They sat down at a table and waited for someone to come in with food and tea, but no one came. Finally, one of the girls got up from her chair and walked around the room looking for someone, but no one was there. The girl went into another room and found an old lady sitting by herself, knitting by candlelight. The girl said, Excuse me, ma'am, but where is everyone? Where is your staff? What staff? asked the old lady. I don't have any staff. The girl answered, But where are your servants? You must have servants. I don't have any servants, replied the old woman. I am alone in this big house. Then the girl noticed something shining on an armchair next to where she was standing. It was a gold ring. Just like this one. The end. Once upon a time, people made music with just their minds. It was a wonderful time, filled with a sense of wonder and a real sense of creativity. People would walk around with their heads buried in their pockets or in their sleeves or in the center of their chests. You'd see someone with their head down and they'd start playing the drums with their fingers moving to the beat and you'd think, you are the coolest person in the world. The songs they played would be created in their minds. The drums would make a noise in their head. The bass would make a noise in their head. The guitars would make a noise in their head. The vocals would make a noise in their head. And the melody would be something that they just imagined. 
People thought that they were making music that was coming from the same place as the voices of the prophets, like Ezekiel and Isaiah, and all the people that had been given the gift of prophecy. They had a real sense of purpose, a real sense of creativity, a real sense of wonder. But then, all of a sudden, it stopped. All of the people in the world that had the gift of prophecy were killed off. The prophets were killed off. The people that used to make music with their minds, they just stopped. And so people stopped walking around with their heads buried in their pockets and in their sleeves and in the center of their chests. And they stopped playing the drums and they stopped playing the bass and they stopped playing the guitar and they stopped singing and they stopped dreaming. And the songs that they were making in their heads stopped being made. And then people were just left with their thoughts. And their thoughts were all they had left. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful young princess named Cinderella, who was forced to marry a man named Stephen the Mouse. After one particularly hideous year, Cinderella met a handsome prince called Prince Charming, and she was swept off to live happily ever after with her true love, the prince. So, the moral of the story? Don't eat after midnight, or you'll be forced to wear ugly shoes and get married to a mouse. Once upon a time, in a faraway land of plenty, and plenty of milk, a happy little country, the kingdom of Chiriyu, lived a man named Vibishan, and he lived happily, too. He had many cows and some little buffalo. The buffalo, a most helpful beast, was, in turn, followed by two horses, two donkeys, and a cat, always, as luck would have it, in the lead. Vibishan's kingdom was peaceful. All his neighbors were the greatest of friends. Then, one day, the neighbors were suddenly turned into bears, tigers, wolves, and jackals. Their little dogs all changed into ferocious monsters. The king's two white horses were transformed into elephants, his beautiful cow into a tiger. The bear, the cat, the jackal, the donkey, and the horse all became monstrous. There was much confusion. After that, it was very much like what happened to poor, dear, sweet little me. I, too, had a happy little kingdom. I had a happy little king, Vibishan, too. He was a very good, kind, sweet little man. He liked me very much, too. But then some of my neighbors were changed into monsters. I, too, became a bear, a cat, a horse, a donkey, and even a jaguar. This upset me very much. But alas, I still have my cats and my horses. I still live happily, I must say. Of course, my cats do chase mice and rats, and my horses run for their lives, but there's no denying it. I like them just the same. A great, big, good, beautiful, happy, and generous man, Vibishan, who was my friend, told me one day, Cats are better than horses. I asked, why? Horses are mean and they destroy all living things, but cats are good. They only eat the mice that spoil our fields and the birds that eat our grain. They love to play, and they have nine lives. I have two cats, and they never get sick, and they have always been good to me. But they could not be quite so good if I was a horse, because then they would be chasing rats and mice too. My eyes were so large, 
that I could see myself in them. I looked at myself and I saw that I was now no longer human. I saw that I was now a cat. I looked at my hands and saw that they were now paws. I looked down and I saw that I had paws instead of feet. My face was no longer my face, but the face of a cat. My ears and my tail had become ears and a tail. My eyes had changed into great yellow eyes. I was now a wonderful cat with long, long claws. My cat soul self was my body, and my body was the cat. And I was the cat. At night, I slept, but when it got light, I went out into the streets and found my brother, who was a prince. I ate with him, and we talked about how lucky we were that we'd found each other. My little brother was only five years old. He had brown hair, brown eyes, a beautiful smile, and a lovely musical voice. I was now able to walk. My legs had changed into paws, but they were so strong and wonderful that I could run so fast. But one day, I started to run too fast, too fast, too fast. Faster and faster, and suddenly I heard a great sound. I could see that the ground was turning black and the wind was blowing from the north. I was running over the top of the earth, over the clouds, over the North Pole. Then I fell through the sky and the wind carried me and I flew in the direction of the sun faster and faster. I felt as if I was traveling up to the sky and I was no longer walking. I was flying up into the sky. I was looking down and I saw things. I saw many things. I saw the earth, and I saw my little brother, who was still a prince, and he was older and more like me, an animal. I looked down, and I saw the trees and the grass and the rivers, and I saw the sun. The sun. The sun. The sun was the brightest star in the sky. I knew that the sun was very hot, that the sun was more alive than I was. The sun was my friend, and the sun was my body. I was the sun, and the sun was me. The sun was me, and the sun was me. I flew on and on. I flew through the sky faster and faster, and then I fell and I fell. I fell into the sky, and I fell into the sun, and I saw the sun inside the sun. I saw the most beautiful fire, and I was inside that beautiful fire. I was in the sun, and I was in the fire. I was the fire. And the fire was me. The fire was me, and the fire was me. Then the sun opened up, and I came out of the sun, and I woke up in my body. I was in the earth again. The earth was the most beautiful thing in the universe. I loved the earth. I was the earth, and the earth was me. I was in the earth, and the earth was me. Well, that was fun. It's interesting how sometimes the text generation programs took the fairy tale vibe from the phrase "once upon a time" and ran with it, and sometimes they just went off in an entirely different direction. The story about the old woman and the ring was written by a program called GPT-3 from OpenAI. The other stories were written by GPT-J6B from Eleuther AI. This episode was narrated, produced, and scored by me. 
Sean. Thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time when we'll have more stories written by robots. <laughs>